0: Welcome to St. John's Sermons, a podcast from St. John's Lutheran Church, North Prairie, Wisconsin, a congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We offer this podcast with the loving encouragement to use it as a supplement to your own regular reception of the Lord's gifts of forgiveness and life in word and sacrament on the Lord's day. The Lord bless your hearing of these sermons. Peace from God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, Amen. The text is the Holy Gospel, especially with help from the Epistle lesson. Dear friends in Christ, here's the word. I don't know how many of you have now had the chance to see Star Wars, The Force Awakens. I'm guessing a good many of you have. God be praised thanks to a a gift for which I'm very appreciative. I got to see it before it (laughs) premiered. And if you grew up in the late 70s and in the 80s, you kind of geek out about Star Wars. And I was geeking out, freaking out. So was the other person who took us. My son was excited about it too.
1: You know, it's funny, but I got to
0: looking at our epistle lesson this week and the gospel lesson and what potential connections are there because sometimes the epistle kind of stands out on its own and has no connection. To the other two readings, and all of a sudden it dawned on me that the very first words of our epistle lesson say everything, especially with regard to our gospel today. If you've been watching Star Wars, if you're familiar with the movies, what's the, of course, the highest power in Star Wars? Zapper. What? Zapper. The what? <laughs> Somebody, somebody's mind is going on. It's the... The Force, right? Yeah, which is not really a Christian concept. People try to reconcile it with Christianity, but really more Buddhist. No big deal. We all know what it is. But what's the greatest gift any character in Star Wars movie we can get outside of the Force? It's a weapon, hint. The, light. <laughs> the lightsaber. The lightsaber is not for everybody, right? That's the great thing about the lightsaber. is that it's not for everybody. And if you're going to be good at it, as we kind of learned in the current movie, without any teasers, let's just say that someone had it who probably shouldn't have had it and didn't do terribly well with it. <laughs> but someone did who didn't know she should have it, and she did terribly well with it. That's like the highest gift you can get in a Star Wars movie is a lightsaber. It's the most powerful weapon that can be used in in the whole Star Wars trilogy. And to get one as a gift is like a tremendous privilege, as well as, to a certain extent, a tremendous responsibility. It's the highest thing one can be given out there in the universe of Star Wars. Notice how Paul begins the Epistle lesson today. He says at the end of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, after talking about spiritual gifts for an entire chapter. But seek first the higher gifts. Because in the spiritual gift stuff, there's all sorts of wonderful gifts that different people have, administration, prophecy, healings, miracles, everything else. And all that, as amazing as it is, comes second to the higher gifts, which all of us, can have the higher gift, I should say, that all of us can have. Now, Paul is going to run this into a discussion of love, right? That phenomenal chapter you hear a lot at weddings, which is fine and dandy, but that discussion of love applies to what distinguishes or what should distinguish you and I from the rest of the world, Jesus from all other quote-unquote, gods or saviors or messiahs. Like you've heard me say before, I have yet to find it anywhere in the Quran where Allah laid down his life for anyone. He doesn't love you enough to do that. Jesus does. And that's important to remember. And in our Gospel text today, we see Jesus behaving a little... Like Jesus in the earlier part of the text, but a little strangely in the later part of the text. Jesus goes into Capernaum. He's going to make Capernaum kind of a headquarters. Because as we found out a little earlier in the chapter, in last week's text, Nazareth, his hometown, was not working. He was not appreciated in Nazareth. Because they couldn't get past the carpenter's son business. So he went to Capernaum. He's trying to establish Capernaum as a little bit of a regional headquarters. Like the Danesville office of Speaker Paul Ryan. You know, that's what Capernaum's gonna be. And while he's there for a couple of days, he, he does first he does a miracle of casting out a demon, which was pretty impressive. That that's not a healing that that people saw much of. And so people were impressed, the word got out right away, word of mouth, and pretty soon the town is flooded with people, sick people. And Jesus spends A day, day and a half, healing them all. Now that looks like Jesus, right? But if you've got Paul in your head, from 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, you begin to realize that that's not who Jesus is. That's not the higher gift. He's not just a healer. And if he was all about himself, he could have taken that word of mouth and just, you know, enjoyed the popularity trip. But what did he do? He gets out of Dodge. He gets out of Capernaum and he goes out into the wilderness. (laughs) Meanwhile, the crowds in Capernaum are getting larger and larger. And where did he go? They went out to find him. They did find him. And of course, they think now the healing is going to begin again. And this is where Jesus does what you don't expect him to do. Jesus looks the crowd in the eye and says, time for me to move on. Because I didn't come here to be a healer. Yes, I can do that. And yes, I have compassion. Yes, I have mercy. But higher things first. First things first. I can preach and teach. I came to bring a healing that will take your earthly death." And transform it into a life that will never end. I can cure your leprosy. I can cure your demon possession. I can cure your common cold if you want me to. Please, Lord, I need that right now. But that's not my pain. I offer you something deeper. Something richer, something better, something wider, something higher. His work. You might have thought when you got up this morning, that you had a number of options before you. Perhaps stay home, watch television, check on the again make sure that's coming or not coming. Drink my coffee, kick my feet up, enjoy a quiet Sunday. Or you could have the iron. Because that's certainly not higher. Where the Word is. Where Christ's gifts are His treasures. That's higher, And Jesus has wandered away from Capernaum and wandered into North Earth. That. It has nothing to do with me. You look at me, you hear the word of God from me, but I'm just, I'm just looking at you. It's Jesus' word. It's His gifts. It's His grace. It's His love. It's His for which he died and rose again, those blessings that flow from that cross through the empty tomb, to you are yours today, and those are the higher things. Those are the things that Paul encourages the Corinthians who are wallowing in all their inter-conflict and mess and the fact that the world around them in Corinth is just a cesspool of religious idolatry. Hmm. The more things change where the same. He has to tell those Corinthian Christians, don't get caught up in that. Don't think that what tasks and chores you have to get done today is more important than the higher things. Don't think for one second that those higher things don't give you the greatest treasures of all. Because... If today's your last day, it's a really good thing you're here today. Right? Really good thing you're here today. I'm sometimes just overwhelmed that the Lord would try to put his word out to people through me. Silly old me. It's his word. You're his people. That's the higher gift. Jesus left the crowds behind and didn't heal anymore in Capernaum. Because there was a higher thing that had to be done. The word had to get out to the other communities. And if the people had taken all those healings and just concluded that he was a healer, they got it wrong. Today, Where his gifts are for the forgiveness of your sins. Today, where his cross, his love for you, shines so brightly. Today, where his truth and the Word of God is preached to you. That's the church's never ending task. To love people enough to preach them the truth, to tell them. mission. That's the church's task. That was Jesus' mission. That was Jesus' task. Because He loves you enough to want you to have that truth. That grace. That forgiveness. That love. That, that truth that says, you can't save yourselves, but I'm here. And I'm here for you. And I've got you. And I've got your back. And I've got your death. And I've got your life. And I've got everything about you. Today, the holy day, the Sabbath day, is only made holy when the higher gifts, the higher things, are the higher things in the first half. You're in the right place, everybody. You're here. The higher gifts are about to come to you through the hands of an elder and myself. But they are His highest thing. Who made getting the truth to you His highest thing? That's more important than anything else in the world. Than all the gold and four knots and all the riches you can have. Than all the joys or frustrations or whatever the job that you have. Seek first, Paul says, the higher things. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. This podcast is a service of St. John's Lutheran Church in North Prairie, Wisconsin. For more information, including locations, service times, and links to other Lutheran agencies, please visit our website at www.stjohnsnp.org. That's www.stjohnsnp.org. Theme music performed by Mr. Philip Magnus.